Hello, hello, you're listening, you are listening to, to SRM Student Radio Master on 107.5 FM. Do you like
Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Student Radio Maastricht on RT 107.5 FM. My name is Sham, doing the tech tonight. And in the studio, I'm very excited to have the Osimun Quartet. The song you just heard was called Ardante e Scherzo. Am I pronouncing it correctly? Scherzo. <laughs> Scherzo. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much, first of all, for taking the time to come here and also for sharing your, your amazing music. C- could you please introduce yourself to our audience? Uh, very briefly yes as a quartet or personally personally oh, i am fatima alcazar and i come from spain from a city called cuenca probably you will know but madrid it's more known yeah from there okay cool. <laughs> so it's close to madrid yes it yeah, is. All right. cool, cool and cool, i'm cool. currently living in cologne all right um yeah next all right <laughs> i'm maria bell 
I'm from Spain as well, but from Mallorca. Ooh. And I came here to Maastricht last year uh, to do my master in the conservatory. Hello, I'm Ines. I'm also from Spain, from Toledo, also close from to Madrid. And I came for the same reason, to study the master in Maastricht. And I'm the last member, I'm Ricard. Uh, I came to Maastricht already six years ago to study my bachelor's and currently I'm studying my master. And I come from Lleida, it's a city more or less close to Barcelona as well from Spain. You also did your bachelor's in, in music? Yes, exactly. I did in, in saxophone indeed. All right. I think, I think um, first of all, really glad that all four of you are here uh, to explain a little bit about, what can I say, classical music? Yes. Because yeah, yeah. that's what you studied, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so before we go into the details of, of the music, uh, could you, do you want to say something about the first track we heard? It's a fascinating track. Uh. Yeah, the piece we heard, it's Andante Scherzo by Bozza, a French composer. And it was one of the first pieces that was ever written for saxophone quartet. And um, it has two different movements. The first one, it's called Andante, which it's like a, a tempo indication. And it means in Italian, uh, like walking. So it's more calm and relaxed and lyrical. And then the second movement is Scherzo, which means playful and it's much more excited and uh yes okay so this piece is is composed of two two pieces so yeah two, two movements two movements yeah. yes two movements. We, we will come back to movements yeah. in the <laughs> next uh, in the next uh, next sections of course and so you 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 learned classical music Do, can you also play modern when you learn classical i mean we can but we are not specialized okay we could play jazz right. pop rock but there are people who are really learning for that okay okay, okay. so yeah, <laughs> yeah okay no uh, look like like i i have no background in music and i'm guessing no, no, a lot of our audience yeah, are, yeah a lot of people think i mean um, you can play it of course but maybe not in the best way <laughs> yeah right. we are not really used to improvise and in jazz they improvise a lot and for us it's not the same no. so that is the the next question i was going to i was wondering about is so you 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 choose a composer or a composition and in classical the challenge is to to play it as as close as possible is that the correct way to describe it or well this is well <laughs> this is not easy to explain i mean yeah of course you need to be like really um in the style you need to play close to the style but it's also important to keep your personality or more, more than your personality your point of view mm. uh, it's one i mean when you choose a different piece uh, for example the four of us sees it in a very different way even inside the style of the piece so it's also super nice because it makes the music richer right right so you 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 don't change the composition as such no and we don't change but i mean i like to say it's like um the composition it's like this those drawings uh you need to um, color so i mean you have like a form and you have like some indication like this color that color uh, but then you can choose like okay i will paint it with uh i don't know 
acrylics, I will paint it with aquarella. I will choose a darker blue or a softer blue. So that's your work. You uh, have some indications and you have to... Yeah, to, to keep yourself to the, to the boundaries of, of the composer road. Yeah. But then you will still have the freedom and, uh, and the personality of the ensemble to, to, to create it and, and make it personal. Cool. Actually, nobody ever explains to me music mm -hmm. in the form of colors. I think that's yeah. something easier for me to imagine. And when you said, um, did you say drawings or like you meant the, the, the musical notes in the four lines? Yeah, clear. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, and when you say, say, for example, if I imagine it to be in different colors, you say you can use either acrylic or watercolor, then you're referring using different instruments mm, to play the piece no that's that's the the composer the composer says which instruments well <laughs> then we do transcription but the composer says okay this is for the saxophone we play saxophone but with the acrylics or the the kind of paint the paint i i thought more about the sound the way you produce your sound with your instrument ah okay I mean, okay, you play saxophone, okay. but the saxophone can sound very differently. Right. We need we need to explain <laughs> to our audience that this is a saxophone quartet. So you all play saxophones. And yes. Yes. <laughs> are there different types of saxophones? Because I didn't know that. I thought that you were playing four different wind instruments. Mm, there are a lot of saxophones. <laughs> okay. Actually, we are playing um, a saxophone quartet, which is the 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 usual formation it's uh four different saxophones the smallest one is the soprano saxophone then follow up uh by the alto saxophone the tenor saxophone and the lowest of all uh, the baritone saxophone oh right right so it's it's similar actually to the to the way you order the the voices in a in a choir or uh, or in singing Brilliant. Uh, first things first. So you recently graduated uh, from Maastricht, from the conservatorium in classical music. And at some point you formed a band. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we have some listeners who are also studying music. And maybe they're starting to study music, maybe their first years of bachelors. And they're probably also wondering, how does this happen? Like, is this an organic process? Do you meet people in your school or... How do you go about forming a band? Like, did you know each other before you joined the conservatorium? Um, well, actually, Fatima and me studied together in Spain, and then uh, we came here and we got to know Ines and Ricard. So, yeah, it's because we finished our bachelor, and it's like, what am I going to do with my <laughs> life? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you yeah. realize that the things that you learned are very important, but then you need to do something to earn money, <laughs> basically. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, yeah, to have fun, of course, but uh, we need to live. To live. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a work project at the, at the very end. I mean, True. of course, it's your life project, but yeah, it's yeah. your career, it's, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's your profession. Career, yeah. 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 All right. Does the school sort of help you with, um, let's say, your career trajectory somehow? Yes, there's a booking agency in the conservatory and they try to uh, get concerts for the students, which is also really nice. Okay. So, yeah, it's cool. like in the Netherlands, uh, in this way, it's better, I think, than in Spain. 
because yeah there are more opportunities to play in concerts okay okay and could you also please shortly explain the name of the band how <laughs> did you <laughs> go about choosing it or how did you come across it well <laughs> we are we were looking something related with the nature mm-hmm. and with the meaning of taking care so we find we found osimum what is a um, latin word and we like the the sound of the the word okay yeah. what <laughs> can i ask you what it means uh, yeah, it's basilicum, yeah. right? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, cool. Well, yes. I like basilicum. Yeah, yeah. yeah we all <laughs> like basilicum indeed. Cool. <laughs> also healthy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Uh, I think we'll move on to the second. Can I? Should I say piece? Yeah, yeah it's another piece. It's a piece. Yeah. Uh, the second one is, this one is called Recitation Book. Yes. Composed by David Maslanka. Yeah. First movement.
Welcome back. This is Student Radio Maastricht on RTV 107.5 FM. With us in the studio joining today is Osimon Quartet and all four of the Osimon Quartet. So super happy. This is a saxophone quartet. <laughs> and as you just heard, this was the, the piece recitation book by David Maslanka. And in bracket it says first movement. <laughs> and I've been wondering <laughs> what that means. Mariabel has a really nice explanation. <laughs> a movement is a part <laughs> of the piece and it's like a, a chapter of a book. So the piece is like the whole book and each movement it's like a chapter. Like oh. a, could be like a little piece inside the, uh, the, the piece. Whole. Yeah. All right. Cool. And how do you do you how do you select which composition to play or which composer do you focus on certain composers or are you mm, no open? i mean now as we are in the beginning of our from like our career as a quartet we try to be like really open and play different things like original works for saxophone quartet as well as transcriptions also uh arrangement from other instrumentations that we transcribed to our quartet. Ah, all right. So you take a composition meant for some other yeah, instrument, instrument and, and then we, yeah. You know. Do you need to rewrite it? Uh, there are some things that, yes. I mean, the um, a transcription, you, you don't touch it. Like you leave it as it is right. and you try to be like the more, the most careful with it. But sometimes in order to make it work for the quartet, you need to change some voices or yeah, readjust it a bit, but the composer already did his or her job. So yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you want to say something else about this about this piece? Well, this piece is is super um, curious. It's really interesting. The meaning. It's this piece uh, has uh, indeed five movements. We we will only play three of them, but it's uh, composed by uh, five movements. And each of them, it's uh, based on a different uh, choral from the Baroque era, or Madrigal, or even a Gregorian chant, which the composer took. And um, yeah, uh, in any somehow he developed it and create a whole uh, movement with uh, with a simple melody. And um, it's really nice, like. Uh, adjusting this kind of sonorities for for the very early and ancient music to a really really young instrument as the saxophone is because the saxophone is made like yesterday <laughs> it's from uh 
1875 45 45 yeah 19th century right, right. yeah is good enough yeah, yeah so yeah. like it's really junk so it's really curious like to see this kind of music uh, on a saxophone an on original piece for the saxophone quartet wow i didn't know that <laughs> first of all the saxophone was so recent yeah um so the composer did not Well, this wasn't composed for saxophone, basically. No, yeah, it, yes. was. it was. It was. The, the, the work is composed for saxophone, but he takes like, influence of ah. this music. And he takes uh, melodies of the chorale from Bach or from uh, a madrigal from Carlo Gesaldo. And uh, he just, yeah, like developed uh, this melody to do uh, a new piece. Okay, and what is a chorale, if I can ask? Yeah, in in the end, uh, a choral is a is a piece that uh, usually it was written uh, in the Baroque era, um, and it was uh, to sing uh, a certain melody uh, in the liturgy. So the the priest uh, they would took uh, a certain phrase or a couple of phrases from the from the Bible, and they would add a melody and underneath the melody some harmony so they could sing it together with the organs and the whole choir during the the masses ah wow everything is very liturgical in this piece yes the this first movement it's called broken heart meditation on the choral der du bist drei in eine <laughs> which means you who are three in one in unity Ah, oh, like the, the Holy Trinity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. it, it yeah. kind of talks about the idea of the Holy Trinity and this kind of thing. And we like to think about the Holy Trinity as the quartet because in the quartet we are four different people, but we have to act as if we were one. Right. So it's also a good metaphor of <laughs> the chamber music playing. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, the, you are the holy quartet then. Yeah, we are the holy quartet. Yeah, we are really holy. <laughs> <laughs> And also a mystery. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, yeah, look, the thing is, I, I would I would never be able to guess, like, like the meaning of, of this piece if I just hear, if I, if I would hear it. So, yeah, really thanks a lot for for explaining these these details as well. I think it, it's... Um, Yeah, Wait really for the other lot, movements. Uh, they yeah, are they have a really uh, controversial, oh, really? controversial stories. Yeah. Okay. 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 We we definitely we are, we will be playing. Ju yeah. Juice is coming up. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. For sure. Definitely looking forward. But yeah, talking about talking about the other other movements. The next one is also yeah from recitation book. That's the same composition. Yeah, it's the same piece. Yes. Yeah. The same piece. Mm -hmm. And this one is. The third movement. Mm -hmm. It's a short piece. It's the, this one is the madrigal. This one is uh, the one who is a uh, transcription. It's uh, original for five voices. Ah. And the, the, the composer, the same composer, did the arrangement for the saxophone quartet.
Welcome back. This is Student Radio Master on RT 107.5 FM. Just a brief reintroduction. We are listening to pieces by the Osimun Quartet. And we have the Osimun Quartet in the studio with us tonight. Fatima, can you say hello? Hello. <laughs> Maria. Hello. Ines. Hello. And Ricard. Hello. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for not only making the time, but also really appreciate explaining all the um, all the details. And yeah, this was also another fascinating piece. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now the juice is going to come out. Yeah, well, this piece, uh, well, Carlo Gesualdo uh, was a really intense man. This is from uh, 15th century, if I'm not uh, wrong. And um, yeah, he has a really controversial his story, his person at the time. And he composed the, this madrigal just after um, finding his wife. Uh, laying in the bed with the uh, with her lover, and killing both of them, and kill, killing, yeah. Well, he, he yeah he felt betrayal and he killed both of them. Whoa. But what I found super interesting is that at that time that was legal. He had the right to do it. Oh, that was legal. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, but he became crazy. He killed both of them, and then. Okay, I'm going to write a madrigal. Wow, well, what as is as a what regret is, yeah. or <laughs> as or as despite <laughs> out of spite, we don't know. Okay, but he wrote this beautiful music. So and the lyrics, the lyrics are super nice. M I can m maybe like um, recite. Please, 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 well, please. yeah, the book is the piece is called recitation book because also the lyrics are super important. Yeah, the music. Uh, as a quartet we are just playing but this music has a really uh, deep uh, meaning because of the lyrics Okay. and uh, this madrigal the, the lyrics says I will die at last at last I will die and it will not happen that you whose eyes murder will behold my death wow Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's intense. Yeah, it's super intense. This guy was super intense. <laughs> wow. He killed. A any <laughs> particular reason why you chose uh, this particular composition or this set of compositions? Well, we, we chose the recitation book because of that. Because in one piece, we have five different uh, movements which are really diverse and take us to a really beautiful, intense, and emotional music. So, yeah, we really enjoy playing it. Yeah, it, it sounds like, like a journey, right? Like where you mm. go through very different sort of uh, environments or yeah, emotions. You play these compositions, and do you, do you also, have you also thought about composing uh, yourselves? Fatima, the <laughs> expert. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I, I did a piece for saxophone solo, not for, for quartet. I'm not a composer myself. I mean, I didn't like properly study for that, but I wanted because I know my instrument and I know how to take profit of it, of it and to find new sonorities and new things. And at the same way, like being able to express myself more than playing what's already written so 
I tried it and I really enjoyed the process and we will see what's coming but yeah what we do a lot uh, more than composing it's uh, arranging what we say in the quarter normally Ricard uh, is the one who do these uh, transcriptions yeah and it's mm -hmm. not composing but you really need to have some yeah a good understanding of, of yeah. the music the, uh, the knowledge about yeah. composition of course and and knowledge about composition mm -hmm. so cool how does your your creative process look like because like i said on on student radio we've had bands and musicians and of course each of them have has a different uh, different process so some some people start with certain melodies some people start with um i don't know lyrics and then bring the melodies in later how is it for you? Do you practice certain compositions till you get it perfectly right? Or um I think it's piece has a different creative process. Depends what are the difficulties or what are looking for in that moment. So I think there is no uh creative process agreement. Sure, sure, sure. So it's not the same every time you mean. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and for us, what's really important, I think, it's to to listen to a lot of music. Yeah. Yeah. If not, it's really difficult to to find uh, what's inside each kind of music. All you right. You really need to be an opera listener. If not, and also be uh, to know how to listen to yourself. Sometimes. I mean, for us as a quartet, sometimes we also uh, struggled a bit with um, being able to play what we are feeling or what we are thinking. Okay. And I think it just comes with time, with playing, with listening. But yeah. it's not that we have a schedule. Sure, sure, to, sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> look, I can I can compare this to say a researcher where eighty percent of the time the researcher is reading other research articles basically yes, yes so okay so that is something uh we can relate there <laughs> 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 all right fantastic and what, what were your biggest challenges i mean you we did earlier discuss on discuss about you recording an album potentially yes it will be next <laughs> someone <laughs> wants to sponsor us <laughs> sure because it's not yes, cheap right people yeah. are yeah. Lands, we need money <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that is that is I think um, a constant challenge, especially in Maastricht, for for cultural funding. Yeah. Including for the building we are located in now. So thank you very much, uh, RTV and Banka Studios, for uh, letting us use your facilities. But of course, these these equipment and buildings don't come cheap. And like 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 you hinted at, like recording is not free, it's not cheap. No. Totally. Plus, you need to find the right studio and stuff. So you, are you looking for? Um, how do you how do you do it? Do you do you first think about what to record in an album, and then look for a studio, or like do you have the any studios in mind? Classic. I mean, it depends. You can do it very different ways. We are not really uh, professional with it because yeah, we we are like a bit far of recording a new a new album because of the money resources and so so we are like yeah <laughs> waiting for the moment. But uh, you need to, of course, you need to have a really clear idea, and then you need to find a producer. Pro pro a producer. A yeah. producer. All oh, right. Yes. Because in yeah, in in the end, you are 
publishing a, a new product and it needs to be unique in the, in the market and the market it's uh, sometimes it, it, it and it used to be quite limited for classical music so you need to to place it in a in a market that it's crowded and you need to make it interesting and it's not easy to 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 make it interesting sometimes with classical music and attract new 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 people that are interested yeah i, I can imagine because like like i said i think there's not that many people who really understand classical music right i mean like i said in in know. a way i would not really agree on that um especially because everybody can relate on 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 the beauty of classical music it's just that um sometimes people we are not really used to go to concerts or go to venues or uh to to really hear music uh live so in the end it's 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 a, a type of music that it's really accessible everybody can go uh to the theater uh to concert halls and there's a lot of uh, student discounts just to to go on and profit from from live music yeah sure i mean i had a fantastic time and i saw you at the past festival <laughs> last year it was yeah i mean i enjoyed it i didn't know it was classical um i didn't even know what instruments you were playing to be honest <laughs> <laughs> i think they were the same yeah but still you enjoyed it i mean yeah definitely yeah yeah only yeah. about knowing a lot yeah and i think these initiatives like the past festival are very nice to um to put the to showcase yeah, uh, yeah the classical music to the young people because maybe they don't like it but because they don't even know it because exactly. when you go to concert exactly. venues yeah. you see people around 80 years old I like <laughs> more or less it's 60. like uh, 60. Yes. 60. like it's <laughs> very elitist in a way i think yeah it's that's a bit yeah. right that's the the general reputation i think yeah. um, that's also was in my mind until i saw you live and i was like hey wait a minute this is cool <laughs> um yeah i think yeah you're right you're absolutely right i think if 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 you would play indeed i don't think people would immediately go like oh this is classical or whatever this is just good music it's good music yeah cool. yeah there is an image image from for the classical music that we really need to clean because it's not that at all Yeah, right. Yeah, it's got this sort of posh or expensive yeah, sort of uh, But it's really image. deep yeah. inside the yeah. society. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so like the way you explained the pieces, right? I think that already makes it way more appealing and way more interesting for me as a listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. also nice like to put in context yeah. Yeah. the pieces sometimes to to put it more uh, near to the audience. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, putting it in context makes a huge difference. Like when the piece was written or like why it was written and stuff like that. I'm, I'm talking about these uh, these fascinating pieces. Um could you also explain a little bit about the last piece we're going to hear? It's a, it's a longer longer piece. N- no, the no, it's movement? is the it's yeah, it's the last movement of Yeah, yes. but it's, oh, it's the last one. Yeah, no, it's longer than the rest, but it's not for any specific reason. But Maria really likes to explain it a lot. Yes, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> This movement Please. it's uh, quite energetic, uh, more energetic than the other ones, and it's called fanfare and variations uh, on Durhadam's Fall, which is also choral by Bach. And this choral is inspired in a chapter of the Genesis mm. of the Bible, which is when um, 
Adam became a sinner and was no longer perfect. And okay. this movement is the description of God's rage when he realized that. And then um, in the middle, well, the beginning, it's a fanfare, which is like a... Brass, yeah, yeah, it's typical for brass instruments, like trumpets, like... Like a call ba -ba 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 for something. Yeah. yeah. Like something <laughs> really celestial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then in the middle, we have a, a section which is like more lyrical. And it's like a memory of the lost paradise. Wow. I don't know. To me, this sounds like it's sort of making being imperfect cool. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Is it? Is it just my interpretation? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Bach tried to make imperfect cool, but... Not Bach, but maybe Maslanka. Maybe mm. it's Maslanka's interpretation. Yeah, but the chorale is super nice also, and he's talking about that. Yeah, the cla <sighs> these these people they they are speaking about super n bad things for them, but uh, they are still doing beautiful things. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I don't. Yeah, I yeah. also I don't understand. It's like the madrigal with with Usualdo. It's like I mean, you just kill your wife and you are like totally desperate and you make that super beautiful thing and it's like what the hell <laughs> right <laughs> yeah right 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 no it's got a lot of emotions in it right yeah like yeah, it, so uh, yeah it comes out it stands out all right hey thank you so much thank you so much before we uh, play the last piece um quick thanks uh, to rtv for letting us use your studios and a massive thanks to osimon quartet for coming by and explaining these absolutely fascinating pieces um that thank you, you played. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you very much. Bye. Ciao.